podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the uh, FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank both the Dolphins Talk Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network for their support. Uh, Make sure to check them out. Please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Please make sure to follow the show. That way you'll know when a new one comes out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. All right, it is another FinFans podcast. I'm here with Louis Argoni. Hello, Doll fans. A new week, a new array uh, of hope, right? A ray of hope. A new opportunity is what it is. It's an opportunity to uh, get back in the win column. And mm-hmm. uh, to, to do that, uh, we're going to need some of our injured players back. Uh, you know, we've got uh, Preston Williams out. He's questionable. We got uh, Adam Sheehan out. He's questionable. Xavier Howard's questionable. Byron Jones is questionable. And Devontae Parker is questionable. Right. So, you know, those are key players for the most part. And, uh, we we do need some of them hopefully healthy, especially the corners and uh, wide receiver Parker. Yes, we need all of those guys without a doubt. I mean, it 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 help us yeah, incredibly. Sure. You know, to have yeah, we'd like the offense at full capacity, right? Full throttle, everybody on the field at the same time, and we haven't had it. Two has been out, and Parker, Williams, Fuller. I mean, you know, we haven't been able to yeah. We haven't been able to really, really put our our full squad out there for any length of time. I think they were all on the field for, what, a game game and a quarter, maybe? I don't even know. I don't think it's been that. I, I don't either. I mean, because Fuller missed game one, uh-huh. right, because he was suspended. And right. then he went AWOL for a week, right, personal right. problems. So right. we didn't have him in week two. Uh, we had him in week three, I believe, for a full yeah. game. And pretty much everybody else. And uh, is that when we lost to it? Possibly. I don't even know. I mean, the bottom we line is. We lost to in the Buffalo game, which was the second game. Second game. Okay. So we have not had our starting offense on the field at all, pretty no. much. No. So let's, you know, let's hope that maybe this is the week where we get everybody back um, on the offensive side. I mean, obviously we need. Um, our two corners back because uh, they've got some pretty good players. They have a nice passing game, Atlanta. And uh, we're going to need those guys without a doubt. I mean, this is a better, a better offense than what we saw last week, as far as I'm concerned, you know, in regard to the passing game, the running game, maybe not, probably not. Definitely not. How's that? They're Mm -hmm. definitely not as good, you know, running the football, but passing wise, Matt Ryan and and the uh, group of receivers he has, very very good. I mean, really good. NFL fans, are you hungry for a big win this week? Well, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers can bet just five dollars on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you win two hundred dollars in free bets. Winner winner chicken dinner. It's that simple. Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet. DraftKings won't leave you uh, empty-handed. 
Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TPPN, bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and win $200 in free bets if they win, you win, with promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL. You must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. He's questionable, but I believe they expect Calvin Ridley to return. Yeah, and that doesn't help matters. So, you know, let's see what happens once the injury report comes out um, at the end of the day as to who practiced, who was limited. The limited practices are really a key because if they are out there to some extent on a Wednesday, then going forward, it looks pretty good. Now, if they have the DNP designation, did not practice, that's a problem. And then you know, going into Thursday, Friday, it's the same thing because these guys, they have to get on the field to some extent if they're going to play on Sunday. And uh, Well, a lot of times the coaches will rest them on Wednesday, especially the veterans that are banged up. And uh, Thursday, to me, is, is the key day. If they practice on Thursday, then there's a good chance they're going to play on Sunday. Right. I mean, even a limited mic, you mm-hmm. know, when a guys have missed, like Parker has missed a couple of weeks. Right. You want to at least see limited, you know, to where, okay, he was out there, he was catching a couple passes, blah, 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 blah. I mean, you know, they have to, they have to have them out there. They have to get them working together. You know, I mean, it's, you know, they, they have to show consistency on the offensive side of the football and um, not go in the tank, you know, for, for periods of a time. They have to, you know, they have to be consistent. You know, that we, you know, last week in the third quarter, we didn't score a point. And, um, you know, that's been a consistent problem for us. Um, we go in the tank at times. We're just, you know, we move the football well in the first half and, you know, we just uh, disappear at times. And uh, we can't do that. Not with the way the defense is playing. The offense has got to, you know, have, have some decent possessions, you know, in both halves of a football game to keep our defense off the field, keep them as fresh as possible, and, um, you know, compete at the end of the game. Well, this is one of the worst defenses we'll see. So if we are going to get on track offensively, this would be the week to do it. Right. Yep, absolutely. Their defense is... um, I'll tell you, Mike, you know, looking at them, they're not playing as bad as you would think they are. Um, They have them ranked like 13th in the NFL defensively. Now, I don't know what they base that on. It could be yardage given up, whatever the case may be. But but the bottom line is, is that it hasn't mattered as to what defense we've gone against. You know, we've struggled at times offensively um, against Jacksonville last week. Not a very good defense, but there were times where, you know, we didn't do what was necessary. You know, you don't win a football game in the end. You know, you, you want to put 25, you know, 28, 31 points up, whatever the case may be. You want to get into those high 20s at some point. And, um, you know, we haven't really done that as of yet. 
you know, we put a couple decent drives together every game and and that's pretty much where it ends. I mean, we've been consistently uh, bad. How's that? <laughs> well, I think every, everybody knows that. <laughs> yeah. the, quest, the question is, what do we need to do to get better with the people that we have available to us? Yeah. And I mean, that's that again, that's the big thing. Who do we have available to us? Um, you know, if we get these guys back, if we get Preston Williams and, and Devontae back, that's going to be a big, big help to our offense as far as I'm concerned. I think that the uh, offensive line going against their defensive line, um, it shouldn't be any kind of crazy mismatch. I think the offensive line can hold their own this week. And I think um, you're going to see a lot of the same, Mike. Um, I don't think you're going to see us attempt to run the ball an awful lot. And, you know, I hate to say it, but I think you're going to see Tua putting the ball up another 40 times. You know, it's just, you know, it's just where we're at right now offensively. Um, we don't do a really good job of um, running the football. Um, the running backs are somewhat struggling of late. You know, Gaskin had some nice games, but of late hasn't been very good. Uh, Malcolm Brown is Malcolm Brown. And um, Ahmed. You know, maybe he gets the ball a little bit more this week and um, they attempt to do things with him. But, um, you know, they have to get creative, you know, if Parker and Williams are not out there this week. Um, they're going to have to get extremely creative. They're going to have to get the tight ends involved a lot. Um, I liked what they did last week in regard to the tight ends. Um, a lot of targets, a lot of receptions. And a lot of yardage behind those receptions, 175 yards uh, worth last week. And if you get that same production this week, um, I think that you know we'll we'll have some success in scoring some points in this football game. Again, if in fact our two uh, our two receivers are out, so you know I think you're going to see a little bit of that. Yeah, um, you have to try again. and get the production somewhere. You have to. And I mean, you know, Gusecki, he has to step up again. He has to make plays. Um, you know, Tua's got to have another solid game. It'd be nice to see him back last week's, uh, last week's performance up with another, you know, solid performance, you know, to where he looks confident back there and, you know, let him build, you know, build week to week. Well, I think last week, last week was good for him. Yeah, absolutely. You know, build on that, you know, have mm -hmm. another week the same way, you know, this isn't a killer defense we're going up against. Um, you know, it should be a competitive football game. So, you know, make some plays and, and build on what you did last week. I mean, it's extremely important for the organization uh, to see him develop and to get better week to week, you know, not basically regress, you know, which we saw a lot of at the end of last season. You know, you want to see him going forward. And I thought that last week was, was a very big positive in regard to him. So. You know, with that being said, you know, if we have the same group of players that we had out there last week, they were um, somewhat successful. So I expect them to, you know, be somewhat successful again this week. If they were able to do it last week, they should be able to do it this week. But the uh, coordinators have to be a little bit more creative with what we have to work with. That's the only way we're going to, you know, be successful. You know, you can't just go out there and line up guys and say, hey, you know, our guys are going to beat yours. It's just not going to happen because we don't have the personnel on the field right now. Yep. Uh, you know, Terrell is, um, A.J. Terrell is the cornerback that 
they should be concerned about. Mm-hmm. And um, the safety Hawkins as well. Uh, right. But the, the rest of the defense is really not great. And, uh, you know, our receivers should be able to get open. Yeah. I mean, Mike, they have one interception through yep. the six games they've played. Yep. Right? I mean, you know, sack-wise, they've got eight through the six games. I mean, you know, it, it, they're, not, they're, not, they're not a team. And they don't, they don't get turnovers. I mean, I think they have two fumble recoveries through the game. So well, it, let's hope that that continues. That <laughs> continues, exactly. I mean, they have three – their defense has created three turnovers through, mm-hmm. through the first part of this season. And that that's next to nothing. I mean, eight yeah. sacks is, you know, a little bit more than one per game. So, I mean, our offensive line, you know, at some point we've got to see them. We got to show progression out of them as well, right? I mean, Tua did a good job last week. We saw something out of him. Austin Jackson and some of these guys, Eichenberg, you know, he, he had a horrible game last week, um, you know, statistically or grade-wise. Um, he had a he had a bad game. I mean, he's gotta he's gotta play better. You know, those guys on the Hunt's gotta play better. They all do across they all that do. line. They all do. It it's funny, Mike, that our center, that isn't even our starting center, a guy we just picked up off the scrap heap, right? Yep. He's grading out as our best offensive lineman every single week. He right? Is. He, he is. He's I believe um, I was reading on the page that um, he's in the top tier, right? The top third. 16th of 35. Okay, 16th of 35. Not bad. So in the top top, He's half. an average player. Right, top half. But we'll take that. Right. Because all the other guys are damn near close to the bottom. <laughs> to the bottom. I'm sorry, I couldn't even say that, you know, without laughing. It's hard yeah. to say. It's hard to say. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. We're not used to that. We've always had good offensive lines up until uh, Shula left, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's a frustration, but uh, these guys have to step up. You know, most of them are young, and, um, you know, they've got to just get out there and, and get to it. You know, every week's a new challenge, and, um, you know, we, you know, we try to stay positive, as positive as possible. We want to see these guys get better week to week. And, you know, hopefully we see that. How is our defense going to match up against Atlanta's offense, Lewis? Man, I'll tell you, you know, Mike, you know, our defense, when, when you see their ranking of 30th in the NFL out of 32 teams, um, you know, that's a big disappointment because coming into the year, we knew our offensive line uh, or our offensive line was going to be a, a challenge for us, right? It's, it right. was going to be somewhat of a struggle. Um, you know, we knew that. We 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 didn't feel that they did enough, you know, to make them right. That we much were just better. hoping to see more progression out of uh, the youngsters, and we really haven't seen that. But right, which is what we talked about. Yep. So we knew that there were question marks on the offensive side. We felt we were we were good at the skill positions. You know, we had a lot of talent there in regard to the receiving core. Um, but on the defensive side, we never, never in a million years expected them to be at the bottom. I mean, literally at the bottom on defense. I mean, it's, it's, it's mind boggling to me and I'm not quite understanding what the issues are because I felt that 
We did some things that would help our defense. Um, you look at the subtractions and you look at the additions, right? Yeah. So you lost Shaq Lawson. You you drafted a first round pick in Phillips, right? So you you got to figure that that's a that's a that's a positive, right? You know, Holland is a young player You're running around at safety. You figured that is going to be a positive to some extent. You got some young blood. You got some guys that can run around and and make some plays. All the other guys are all returning starters for the most part. I mean, we did do lose Raekwon for a little bit, but he's been back two weeks now. Right. And, um, you know, we did not have Howard or Jones last week. So, I mean, that's somewhat hurt. But even when we had all the guys in, they just haven't played. They haven't played well collectively in a game this year. I mean, the New England game was probably their best game, and that was week one. You know, past that, they haven't really done much. Um, it's been five weeks of, uh, you know, <laughs> pure garbage, plain and simple. You know, long drives. Well, Wilkins, Agba, Needham, and Holland have all had times when they've played really well. Yes, they have. Agba and, and Wilkins is having a nice, solid season. But, you know, the negatives, Mike, are... You know, as many positives as you have on that defensive side of the football, there's a ton of negatives. There's a ton of guys that just are not grading out well and not doing the job. So, you know, you, you want to put a team effort together on that side of the football. And I don't know what the problem is because, like I said, it's a lot of the same personnel. Well, when, you, when you put your own baker in coverage, that's the problem. Yeah. Well, that that's maybe... <laughs> that that's not the problem. That's one of uh-huh. the problems, right? Uh-huh. There's, you know, the pass rush is there at times, but they're not getting to the quarterback, Mike. They're just not getting to him enough. I don't see enough of what we saw on that one hit last week where they hit Lawrence and they got a fumble recovery, right? I mean, I think that may have been the first time this whole season that that happened. You're probably right. Um, you know, they're not getting enough sacks. They're not taking the quarterback off his mark enough. And and they're just not doing enough on the defensive side. Well, it's just speaking of Baker, when they blitz him, he he does tend to cause a little disruption. Yeah. And and Van Ginkle from time to time as well. Um, but again, you know, you want to see a little bit more consistent. I mean, Mike, we had games last year where the defense just had sacks. They had yeah turnovers i mean they were a much better unit last year and they've just gone from one of the best to one of the worst in a season it it, to me it makes no sense i mean i can understand if we lost four five six starters but that's not the case i have a theory about that okay last year we played the amoeba defense a lot which is bringing up you know everybody but one player to the line of scrimmage and and you know blitzing some dropping the rest back right and uh, we were very, very successful with that, and we caught a lot of teams off guard. Uh, it just destroyed Goff and the Rams. We had a lot of success with it. Right. And this year, teams have kind of caught up to that defense, and they know how to attack it. So they're not doing it as much. So that leaves your defense now without that pressure that you were getting from the Amoeba defense and without the you know uncertainty on the offensive side. So... You know, we're not as effective because we're, we're not, <laughs> there's no gimmick here to hide our weaknesses, if that makes right. any sense. Well, it does make sense. But at the same token, I think that as you're stating all those comments, 
you're also stating the fact that we're not doing it as much because we're not dictating to the offense, which Correct. means we've been a lot more conservative this year than we may have been last year. Sometimes, Mike, you just got to roll the dice. They're still blitzing a lot. They're not conservative, really, but, but they're not getting there. They're, what they're doing is not effective. I think, Mike, it's the type of blitzes as I'm watching a game, and I, and I never go back and watch it again, especially with you know with a loss. You know, <laughs> uh-huh. I, I don't want to go back and see it, but I think that the type of blitzes that they're doing um, are not similar to what they were doing last year Correct. you know to where they were sending like a couple of guys right i think you'll see a baker on a given play and you'll see a corner on a given play send a couple of guys you know um you know send that you know that sixth guy so to speak you know and leave your guys out there and and hope that your corners because they're one of the best tandems in football are able to do what they need to do now you know, well, I don't know if this is the week to do that, though. No, no, I, no. You know, Matt Ryan is a pretty established veteran, and you're not going to fool him. No, I'm not saying this week. I'm talking about what the issues have been uh-huh. leading up to this week. I mean, obviously, last week you couldn't do it either. But then again, Mike, you know, if you allow a quarterback like a Trevor Lawrence to sit back there and throw a ball 40 yards down the field over Igbenogany, um you know, that's not a positive either. So maybe you do have to try to get a little bit more aggressive because you know your secondary is going to be uh, much weakened and you just can't afford the fact that you can't get no, a No, I agree rush. with that. You have, you have to uh, game plan based on who you're going to have on the field. Right. I mean, Matt Ryan's not very uh, mobile. Right. So, you know, you got to get him off his mark. You, he's going to be right there in the middle of the field. I mean, he's a really, really good quarterback, but Mobility is not one of his uh, attributes. So, you know, what you have to do is you have to break that pocket down and you have to for because he will turn the ball over. He does throw interceptions. Now, he's done a really good job this year. He's got 10 touchdowns, three interceptions uh, through, you know, through this part of the season. Right. So he's, he's doing it. His ratio is really good this year, but you know, your job as defense is to create some turnovers and make him force some balls down the field. So, um, you know, we're going to, we got to dictate at some point, we got to roll the dice because at this point, when you're 30th in the league, then you have to do something. And I mean, I'm up for anything, Mike, at this point, because whatever they've been doing is not working. So, Uh you know, um, you know, Matt Ryan's a good quarterback and you're absolutely right. Veteran, you know, he can pick you apart. But if you got pressure on him, he's going to have a hard time picking you apart. If you give him time to throw, he's going to kill you. Um, If Ridley's back this week, Mike, you know, that guy's a beast. I mean, he's Uh a really, really good receiver. Um, You know, Pitts, the tight end that they drafted in the first round, Uh the guy's a monster. I mean, he's starting to really heat up. He's got over 300 yards receiving i think he's their leading receiver isn't he um yardage wise yes i mean yes. him and him and Corderell patterson this guy is just unbelievable um he's a guy we we, we have to concern ourselves with I'll, let me finish on pitts and then we'll get to him so pitts is averaging almost 13 yards of catches tight end he's only got one touchdown so far up to this year but he's heating up now he's starting to mm-hmm. figure it out and um you know, he could be a big problem for us. But Patterson running the football, 173 yards rushing the football out of the backfield, averaging four yards a carry. 
receiving 295 yards on 25 catches, averaging almost 12 yards a catch, and he has four touchdowns. So this guy's a dual threat. If he's in the backfield to start a play, they can line him up in the slot as a tight end. I mean, this guy can do everything. And then he can run the football, and he's a big guy running the football. I mean, you know, he's, he's averaging four yards a carry, and he's a converted wide receiver. He's not a running back, but they use him as a running back a lot. Uh-huh. And um, he creates problems because you can line him up in the backfield to start a play and then move him outside, or you could you know do vice versa. Whatever the case, it's all about matchups. That's that's what they're trying for to get him on a linebacker or uh, you know get him on a safety. It's all about matchups, exactly. And um, you know they are they're an offense that can give us some problems. I mean, you know, rushing the football, you know, past Patterson. They've got Mike Davis. I mean, that's not their strength. But their passing game can hurt you. They're 13th in the league, you know, so they're in the top, you know, the top half as far as passing the football, and that's because of Matt Ryan and some of the guys that he has out there. So if our corners are out, you know, these guys have to step up. You know, Coleman, Igbenogany, these guys have to step up. They're going to have to play some solid football. And, um, you know, let's hope that our, you know, our, our um, defensive line can get pressure. Well, on. look, Atlanta is going to score. I mean, there's no question about that. With the talent that they have on the offensive side of the ball, they're going to score. Mm-hmm. We have to score. So it's going to be up to our offense, regardless of who is that receiver, to get the job done. And uh, they've got to have somebody running the football because you want to keep Matt Ryan sitting on the bench. Yes. So, uh, you know, whether it be Gaskin or Ahmed or, or Malcolm, I don't care. They need to try and run the football. And uh, I think they should be able to on Atlanta. Yeah, you would think that, Mike. But um, yeah, I know it may not happen, but you got to attempt it. I think they're better suited to pass the ball on the flats and, and do what they what they do. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, they did that quite a bit. Gaskins, I think, had 10 catches, two games I back. want them controlling the clock. I don't care how they do it. Right, exactly. And those are extended handoffs, so to speak, and it gives them a little bit of room on the outside. The problem that we have, Mike, right now is that if you don't have the threats of Fuller and Parker on the outside, then they can sit on that. You know, they're not right. going to concern themselves with an Albert Wilson or a Hollins. And unless we create things down the field, Waddle, you know, we haven't even discussed him as of yet. I mean, you have to get them down the field. You have to have their defense concerned about plays down the field. Then that will open up the flats. Well, Waddle and Kasicki should do that. You, they should. But they have to attempt balls down the field. And even if you throw the ball down the field to Hollins or whoever it may be, I don't care who it is, Mike, but they have to stretch this defense out a little bit. They have to get them off the line of scrimmage. They have to get Waddle with, with some room to catch and, and you know show what he can do because we haven't seen it as of yet. Most of his catches, you know, it's a catch for seven yards and he's down. You know, I don't know what his yards per catch, I mean, his yards after the catch are, but I, I don't think they're, they're all that it's much. It's not high, I don't think. No. It can't be high, Mike, when he's averaging seven yards a reception. But 
the thing is, is that, you know, they have to do that. Um, you know, running the football to me, um, with the way the way our running backs and the way our offensive line have, have run the football, I think they have to be aggressive. I think the last couple of weeks against Tampa and then against Jacksonville, I think that they were very smart in opening with passing and then hopefully, you know, creating some running lanes because we are passing the ball so much. At least the offense has been somewhat successful in moving the football the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, with that being said, you know, we, we've got it, you know, we've just got to get somewhat creative. I mean, I'd love to see Waddle and them start running some jet sweeps, you know, if guys are capable of holding their blocks for three seconds, you know when they do this type of thing. I mean, maybe that's an option as well, Mike, you know, getting, getting Waddle involved in the running game, doing some jet sweeps. I mean, we had a lot of success with that last year, you know, um, from time to time. You agree? Like I said, it doesn't matter to me. I just want them to control the clock. Yes. Yeah. Control I don't the care clock. how they control the clock, but they're not going to control the clock if they're throwing 50 times a game. Exactly. Exactly. You know, the Falcons are interesting, Mike, because they've put up some points in games, right? They lost to the Jets. The Jets actually did a really good job against them. You know, they lo- they won by a touchdown against the Jets. Now, are we better team than the Jets? And we're at home, you know, that remains to be seen. We haven't played them yet. But my, my thought process is, is that, you know, we're as good, if not better than them. So we should be able to compete. Now, the Giants, when the Falcons played them, they only put they only put 17 points up against them. And the Eagles, they only put six points up in those games. So there are times where their offense is somewhat bogged down. Uh, are they capable of scoring? Absolutely. But um, you know, their 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 offense, you know, if you their running game is not something you need to be concerned with. If you can shut down their passing game, they struggle. So, um, you know, let's hope that we're, you know, that we're able to do that. You know, we're able to control their, um, their passing game and get Ryan off his mark, sack him a few times. If that, if we in fact do that, you know, we have the ability to win this football game, uh, but that has to be done. What is your prediction? Ah, boy, I think I went first last week. So how about if you go first this week? All right, I will. <laughs> Miami's at home. We have not played well at home this year. Right. Uh, But I think this week's going to be an exception. I do think they come out and they get a little more aggressive. And uh, I think Miami will will score on Atlanta. I'm not overly impressed with their defense. Uh, So with that said, I think Miami scores 27 and Atlanta scores 17. All right. So... I'm going to give you two scores here, with our corners and without our corners. If the corners do not play, because we don't have that availability, it's too early in the week to know this. If our corners play, we win this football game. We win 2017. If we do not have our corners, we lose 24-20. So that's, that's my prediction there. Um, I think the receivers, if they in fact play, would make a difference as well. Um, you know, but I'm basing this more so on the um, the corners playing and not playing. I think it's it's a big difference. If if they're out, uh, I think it makes a major difference against Atlanta. And I think if they don't play, then Atlanta wins this football game. And if they do, we win. 
So no, what I kind of did was I figured we're getting one corner back and one receiver back. I just split it. That's all. Right. Uh, I got gotcha. you. Because they're all questionable. So it's, you know, it's hard to know at this point in the week. But uh, that's what I based my prediction on. Gotcha. Very good. Well, thanks for sharing that with us, Mike. I was sharing it with you. It was <laughs> sharing it with everybody, Mike, if you're speaking into the microphone and this is being recorded. So Right, I, but I, I am talking it. to you. Yes. No, so. I get it. I totally get what you're saying and I'm just uh Yeah, I know you're yeah. busting my balls. I'm just busting your balls. Speaking of balls, Mike, you could probably run that commercial right after that. How's that? It's football season, baby, and you know what that means? It means we're going for two here with the sponsor of today's show, Manscaped. Blitzing through hairs has never been easier, and it's time you join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by using code FINFANS at manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping. It's three and out the window with all other trimmers. Now go tame that wildcat offense. The world is starting to open, and the Performance Package 4.0 for Manscaped is here to help you get ready. Inside, you'll find the brand new Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, plus two free gifts Performance Boxer Briefs and the Shed Travel Bag. The Performance Package 4.0 for Manscaped is the perfect package for your package and a key for great grooming and hygiene routine to make sure the boys downstairs are smooth like Tom Brady in the fourth quarter. The brand new Lawnmower 4.0 is here to take your defense to the next level. This fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on off switch can engage a travel lock, and gives you the ability to turn on a 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? Rain, snow, or sleet are no match for the waterproof power of the 4.0. There's no 15-yard penalty for this clipping. The package also comes with the Weed Whacker. This elite nose and ear hair trimmer is also waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. This trimmer also has proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. After trimming your footballs, show them some love with Manscaped Liquid Formulations. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner are here to take your ball game to the next level. We have an exclusive offer for our audience. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FINFANS at manscaped.com. Manscaped also threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code FINFANS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code FINFANS. Stiff arm your pubes out of the playoffs this year with Manscaped. All right. So, Lewis. Yes, sir. With that, I am going to um, say thanks for joining me this morning. Very, very welcome. And thanks for listening, everybody. We know it's tough. We know uh, the team is struggling, and maybe the podcasts aren't as much fun as they were after we were winning. But uh, we hope you uh, enjoy the shows and uh, stick with us and uh, 
you know, keep making comments, keep sending us your thoughts. We, we like to hear what you have to say. And uh, again, thanks for listening. So uh, with that, Lewis, fins up. Let's go get a win. We need one desperately. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, that's today's show. I just want to remind everyone that the Fin Fans podcast is proud to be part of DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Pigskin Podcast Network. Check out these sites, guys. There's lots of podcasts and information there that you'll enjoy. All right, until next time, be well and take care. Podcast Network.